Thank you for joining Crossway on the With God Pod. Whether you're in your car, in your home, on a walk, or with someone, we're excited that you've joined us for a deeper dive into Scripture, its tough sayings, and the people God used throughout. This year, we're going through the whole Bible, tracing the With God journey through the Bible, through the year, through us. And with that, let's dive into today's episode. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining today. I am Chris Birch. I'm Anson Tebow. And we are going to look at Jesus and some of his good buddies today. (laughs) All right. And we're going to look at that also on Sunday from uh, the pastors who are preaching at Pond, downtown, and Milford. So, you know, Jesus had 12 disciples, which were kind of his close friends. But even within that, he had kind of circles upon circles. And he seemed to have three really close ones yeah. and then one of them later on is like you know claims to be his favorite <laughs> but we're just going to focus on the, the disciple Jesus love the most <laughs> yes so uh we are going to look here at Peter James and John and kind of like why did Jesus choose those three to really be in his inner circles we kind of read that yeah. you know they are they always tend to be at each event Jesus kind of takes them off and talks to them um more individually than Mm -hmm. others so yeah and one of the things that i had to kind of look up again real quick before this podcast was this james is not the brother of james um whose book we find in the new testament uh this is not him um this is actually the brother of john i believe so james and john are um two brothers and this is not the kind of half brother of jesus so yeah peter james john why did jesus choose to hang out with them more and is that okay yeah like yeah i mean how how do you think like the other disciples felt you know like hey wait a minute yeah you know vip access (laughs) i want (laughs) yeah i mean i think um there's no like specific hey this is the reason jesus chose them but i think there's a couple of reasons that you can look at one of the reasons is um, like Peter, James, and John held pretty significant roles in the early church. Like Peter was um, nicknamed the rock and he was the first disciple to express faith in Jesus as Messiah. And then he was the rock that like built the church. You have Acts 2 where he preached to the crowd and then the coming of the Holy Spirit, Pentecost. Um, like he was a big, significant figure. And then James and John had the nickname Sons of Thunder and were prominent leaders within the church. Great nicknames, by the way. Great nickname. I had a Let's go. side sidebar, my uh which I actually just made this connection at this very moment. But my alumni soccer team from my high school, the team name is Sons of Thunder. That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Um but they, they were prominent figures. They expressed willingness to be martyred, and they both suffered for Christ. James was the first disciple to be slain for Christ, and yeah. John was the latest of the 12. Um, and But I think, honestly, the unique thing that you see here is um, you, have, you have Jesus. He has 12 buddies. Um, you see a com- close community, 12 buddies surrounding right. him. Um, but then you also see him have this desire to have three a little bit closer. Yeah. And I think this demonstrates a little bit of, um, like, we can get this model of of friendship and community and discipleship of this sense of, like, yeah, we should have close community. 
Um, we should have people around us that we're sharing life with, but there's also like, there's a difference between close community and like really close community that I think Jesus modeled with these three, that there was a desire to be, um, to like really share life. Like he brought those three with him when he was praying in the garden of Gethsemane and talk about a demoralizing moment. What down? Goodness gracious. They all fell asleep, which granted I can't, I probably would have done the same, but, um, but yeah, so like he has has these three friends that are like going through the darkest and, and gloomiest moments with Jesus, um, and it's just a deep, deep thing. And so, I think it's a powerful, um, a powerful sentiment that he had three close friends. He had three people that he was with, and um, and then he he's just walking with. Um, walking with these people really closely, and he he models how discipleship is with with us. Like I think that's one thing. Like um, we're we're sort of working through in the young adult group in our retreat coming up is we're going to talk about sort of these close tight knit friends. Um, and like I've been trying to model it in my life, meeting with a couple guys on a regular basis, like get doing life together and 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 doing these things. So. Um, I think it's a powerful, a powerful sentiment that Jesus says. There's not a specific reason, but I think the reason is that, hey, these three people were doing life with like dark, deep, happy, like Peter's the one who walked on water. Yeah. Like the, these people are like going through these big high moments with Jesus. Not to say that other disciples didn't, but like they were the ones that Jesus brought along with him. Um, and while a lot of people think that like, the disciple Jesus loved is, is like some like cocky thing. Right. Like, I think it genuinely, John is using it as like, Jesus like so deeply loved these people. It wasn't like, Hey, he loved me, not these other, but he just so deeply loved them. Um, but I think, um, like there's this, there's this quote or this idea by this author, Michael Hyatt, that part of Jesus's leadership strategy was having Peter, James and John close rather than trying to build a broad reach for his ministry, Jesus shunned popularity and focused on true depth and long-term impact. Mm. Jesus's teaching was rooted deeply in these three men, and each one made a lasting impact for the church, for the glory of God. These three fishermen were truly made fishers of men, which we're going to yeah. talk about this Sunday. Like yeah. that, that idea of like pouring into three people who then made a broad impact. Like, I think that's one of the things that in ministry, we can always get this idea like, hey, there's so many people we need to reach and there's so many people we need to invest in. And and sometimes it's like, just invest in a few. Right. Because then those will invest in a few and then those will invest in a few. So good. Yeah. And uh, this is, Jesus was huge. Like, it's not a popularity contest, right? It's not how many people can I get to follow me around, but, you know, how well am I invested in the people that are closest to me? Mm. And then, yeah, kind of picking a few more uh, to really, really invest into. And, you know, I think Jesus knew exactly what he was doing when he picked the three kind of based off of their profession and things like that and like their personality and then knowing, you know, I mean, I think he knew when he was picking them, like, I know how you're going to die. Mm. And based off of that, kind of giving them the right teachings and everything like that mm. and stuff. So, uh, what a great model for how we can live and choose um, our friends and how we want to invest and disciple into others. Mm. Massive, massive change of the church, I think, if we can follow this kind of model. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I think this um, this model of not super, super broad, but super, super deep. Great stuff. Like, is, is, is just something that transforms lives. Like, yeah. the... The broader we get, the less depth we get, and the more shallow we get, and and the the roots. It's almost just like a tree. 
Like, right. um, like I know, um, one of our pastors, Tommy Riley, he has, um, a tattoo of the redwoods on his yeah. arm. And part of the reason is they don't have a deep root system, but they have roots that intertwine together. It's cool. Um, so they're holding each other up. So it's almost like this thing where like, we can be a church who has roots intertwined where we're building each other, where we're holding each other up, or we can have these roots that are just like on their own, not really going deep, not really holding anything up and, and not really getting to the crux of our faith. Because I yeah. mean, this is what Jesus's depth with these disciples was in order for him to actually help them know the father and help mm-hmm. them know him. It wasn't just to be buddy, buddy, um, which they were buddy, buddy. They had fun. They yeah. did, but like, I think that is um, such a fascinating and right. intriguing and model for ministry. It's like you have three guys. Do you have a? Do you have a favorite disciple? Oh man. Um, oh, probably. I mean, honestly, probably. St- Steve? No, Doubting Thomas. Doubting Thomas. Thomas? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I always honestly liked yeah. him. He gets a bad rap. Yeah, yeah, He gets a bad rap for doubting, and I'm like, yo, I would yeah. probably be the same person, but I, he just, I mean, with faith, doubted in a sense, but yeah. I was like Doubting Thomas. I don't know. He gets a bad rap. I was going to say Steven. He's not a disciple, but he ends yeah. up being a part of that crew. But Right. Um, I mean, uh, Thomas is a, a great one. Um. Caravaggio did a painting uh, called The Incredulity of St. Thomas. Man, I know. you and these stinking know, history it's paintings. So, it's what? such a great painting, though. Where do you pull though. these out of? It's so good. It's, it's Thomas, like, putting his finger into the side of Jesus, but it's the hand of Jesus that's almost, like, forcing it into the side of him, um, almost being like, no, 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 like, look. Uh, it is so good, and just, like, the eyes of the disciples are all in on the um it's where the the centurion like stabbed jesus right yeah yeah, yeah. and um and that was like what he needed and i appreciate that like honestly like uh to be such kind of a tactile like physical human and wanting to actually see kind of the evidence i completely understand where saint thomas was coming from uh and love that i think i i personally um peter for me the the denial um that he went through uh, of like denying Jesus because there was a time where like growing up, you know, people would ask like if you went to church and things like that. And I usually would try to shy away from answering yes. Um, and I mean, it was like late on until kind of into my adolescence that I finally like found kind of courage to start um, just not being bashful about mm-hmm. like, yeah, like I attend church and, um, you know, just start wearing a little more kind of uh, Christian t-shirts you know like what was yeah. i wearing yesterday oh you're wearing your 116 exactly. unashamed. i was like did you walk out of youth group <laughs> yeah, yesterday exactly. yeah it's repping lecrae yeah. jesus it's a music. christian like rap group and the 116 comes from romans 116 right which is for i'm, I'm not ashamed, ashamed of the gospel, gospel. Yeah. yeah uh so you know like i'm wearing that out in public now and i went to my daughter's soccer game right after church and i was i mean i was dressed up I don't, you didn't see me on Sunday, but I was, oh, you dressed oh I up? had collared shirt on. I had a vest on, tucked in, dress pants, dress shoes. Dang. Yeah, yeah. I was dressed up. And I think, honestly, like 10 years ago, I would have gone home, changed because people know, right? If you see someone dressed up on Sunday, you know exactly where they were. They ain't going to a business meeting. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know that they just got out of church, right? And, uh, but I went to the soccer field, like all dressed up because I was like, you know what? Like, 
I'm excited. Like I just got out of church. It was a great time. I'm excited to go see my kids. And if people like notice that, oh, this person's dressed up, they must have just got out of church. Then like I I want that now. And uh, so yeah. for me, uh, kind of Peter denying and like for me, kind of being from that background of just like not being proud of the church and not wanting to be related kind of to it. Yeah. Uh, I've always kind of been a little bit drawn to that story. Uh, and then also I really like the kind of what the Catholic church has done with um, Peter and, and like St. Peter's Basilica and everything like that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, I, man, I'm really excited to kind of get into some more of the disciples and be studying this. I'm just really looking forward to Sunday. Uh, I know you're preaching downtown at, at the downtown campus. So that's going to be great. And uh, yeah, good luck, man. I hope everything goes well. We'll see you later. Awesome. Thank you for joining Crossway on the With God Pod. Make sure to catch all our content on Sundays and during the week. See you next time.